are surprised. I mean, this is the very first time in history, I think, that a journalist has been um, has been summoned for a private prosecution, um, which obviously is a criminal action that could end up in jail time. And that's why we think it's so serious and why we argue that this is an abuse of power and an attempt by Mr. Zuma to intimidate journalists and threaten journalists. Um, we will certainly defend the matter. We believe that um, there's very little merit in this case. Um, if you look at the objective facts of this case on what Karen Moore did and what she reported, how she obtained the court papers um, when she published it, um, yes. it was all done in a proper way, in a legal way. Certainly no criminal action um, needed. And, you know, Alvin, we've got in South Africa a system of, of co-regulation of the media. So if people are unhappy about anything that we publish, they're welcome to go to the press ombudsman of South Africa, which adjudicate matters. But Mr. Zuma didn't choose not to, not to do that. Um, people can also institute a damages claim in our civil courts and, you know, sue the media or sue a publication, mm. um, which, which, which has happened in the past. Yes. Um, but he chose a quite extraordinary way. He didn't choose either of those. He went this way of a private prosecution, which is a very new phenomenon in South Africa. But, um, yes. But, and, um, and we will certainly defend it. Yes. But let's look at the, the merits of the case. Is it strange mm. or wrong for a journalist to be given access to court papers that is about to be filed at court for public viewing? And was Karen Morn correct to publish a letter or details of Zuma's medical records attached to the said court papers? So on your first question, absolutely not. Um, I've been a court reporter myself um, for many years, um, and it's very often that you get court papers from attorneys on a matter um, or from uh, a party to a case um, before the matter is heard in court. Um, it's not strange at all. Um, the, the, the rules are very clear. You can publish from court documents when they are available at court. So. Um, you know, we, we very often file stories from court papers um, um, when, they've, when they've been filed at court. Um, secondly, um, no, I don't, I don't think um, there's anything strange in, in the, the letter from the doctor. So what you have to remember is this letter, it's, it's, I just want to set the record straight on something, which, which I've seen now people are, are, are getting wrong. This is not Jacob Zuma's medical records. Mm-hmm. It's certainly very far from that. It is one letter, one page, a letter from a doctor disclosing to the NPA and to Mr. Zuma's lawyers that uh, Zuma um, had to go to Pretoria Hospital from the escort prison where he was uh, incarcerated for urgent medical treatment. Um, because he had suffered a traumatic injury a few months ago. That is, that is the long and short of the disclosure of his medical uh, condition. There's no mention what medical um, trauma he suffered. There's no, um, you know, they don't go into details. The, the doctor doesn't go into details about, you know, the nature of this trauma. And that is literally what we reported. Um, mm-hmm. And, and, and just lastly, this letter was handed to court also by Mr. Zuma's lawyer. So it was also placed in the public record by Mr. Zuma's own lawyer. So, so it's a letter it's and it's not the actual case. medical records as people would, would say it is. It's no, a letter. it's not. It's yeah. not medical records. It's just so, one letter. Yeah. So now the Director of Public Prosecutions in KwaZulu-Natal declined to prosecute Mr. Downer in respect of the charges laid by Zuma on the basis that they lacked merit 
that they were baseless and they could not prosecute. And that's why, or, or they cannot be sustained. And that's why they went the, 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 the private prosecuting route. But why do you think the former president is now summons, 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 summoning your journalist, Karen Morn? Well, firstly, we think it's, it's, it's procedurally flawed um, because, as you know, for a private prosecution, you have to have gone the whole route through the police and the NPA. So with Dana, he did that. He laid a complaint against Dana at the police last year. The NPA declined to prosecute. None of that happened with Karen Morn. There was no criminal complaint ever against her at the police and a decision by the NPA not to prosecute. So we will certainly challenge that aspect. Um, but secondly, I really, really think that it's about threatening, intimidating journalists. You know, um, Karen has been reporting on the Zuma case for 15, 20 years, and um, she's an absolute expert in the matter. She reports um, extremely with, with a lot of depth and context. And, um, and, and we know she's been under attack by some of Zuma supporters on social media, etc., and I think this is just an, an attempt to intimidate and, and threaten journalists, um, which is completely unacceptable in a constitutional democracy. I mean, Mr. Zuma himself was the president. He swore allegiance to the Constitution on a number of occasions, which guarantees the freedom of expression under Section 16 of the Constitution, which guarantees the right of journalists to report on, on matters without fear of privacy. So we will certainly defend this matter to the bill. Talking about social media, Mrs. Morn's uh, alleged home address has been published on social media by the Jacob Zuma Foundation. Are you taking any safety precautions should the need arise, as, as many social media users have already sent her vitriol tweets? Look, I'm not aware of, of that. I mean, I did, um, you know, the papers were served on our lawyers, and, and that's the address that we are using to receive um, documents. Um, we, we will certainly we will certainly do what we can to protect Karen. Um, she's a phenomenal journalist um, and, and human being. Um, and but we are all just human, right? Yeah, journalists are also humans with individuals and, and rights and privacy rights. So um, we will we will certainly do our best to defend her. Um, I'm very grateful yesterday to have seen. Um, support from the likes of um, the South African National Editors Forum as well as the Campaign for Freedom of Expression and that's come out in support of, of Ms. 24 and Karen Morn. Um, you know, the, the, rights, the right of journalists to, to report in this country is, is so um, intrinsical to our democracy um, and, and we've seen the importance of journalism over the past decade of state capture. You know, if it wasn't for the incredible work by a number of journalists to to report on what has happened. You know, a lot, a lot of things that have happened in our country over the past ten years probably wouldn't have happened. So we need to defend ourselves, um, and specifically in a case like this, you know, which is which is so insidious. I I, I just absolutely cannot fathom um, how a lawyer and and a legal team advising Mr. Zuma could have gone to the conclusion that this is the right way to follow. You know. Um, I, I struggle to, 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 to put it together, but we will we will um, confirm our own legal strategy and legal approach to this matter in the coming days, um, and then announce that as well. Now you call the criminal summons intimidation, but is it not also a last ditch attempt and a part of the uh, as as part of the former president Stalingrad tactics to mm. delay the inevitable? I think I think it's very reasonable to argue at that point because um, 
we've seen with Zuma that he, you know, he's, he's gone out of his way to delay the, the start of his criminal trial. Um, it's now due to start on the 7th of November. Um, and I can certainly imagine um, if this private prosecution and, and the litigation around it has not been settled by then, um, I can certainly see him making that case to the trial court again to say, well, listen, the Lidana cannot prosecute me because we are actually um, charging him in a, in a private prosecution. So, um, so I think it's, it's reasonable to make that argument and, and come to that conclusion. You know, um, Zuma has as through the years, um, brought numerous um, applications, auxiliary applications, um, challenging points around this case. And I think we're finally getting closer now to the, to the start of the trial. Um, after he's tried, his last attempt was to get rid of Downer, obviously, as the, as the prosecutor. As you know, he brought that um, special application to, um, to, to say that Downer is biased and can't prosecute him, um, which was dismissed by Judge Pitkin. And which is now appealed, um, which we might now appeal to the constitutional court, and hopefully we'll get a ruling before November. But, but I think yes, I think you're right. I think this 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 is again in that domain because the merits of this case is just it just looks so bizarre that you um, you know that, that the chances of success um, are not that high in in this private prosecution. So yes. um, I think that's probably another motivation. I think you're right.